a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. We are in the uh, final, uh, well, what, about 40 minutes, 38 minutes of Inside Sources today. We still have a lot to cover. We're going to talk about uh, expanded sex education in the state of Utah. Several of our Utah state legislators would like to see that happen, so we'll be talking about that coming up. We uh, chatted just a little bit uh, earlier uh, with uh, a special guest. Okay, and I, I was just checking with our producer, and uh, Kathleen Reby uh, will be joining us. She is a state senator, and uh, she, along with several others who are on the Democratic uh, side of the aisle in the Democratic caucus, want to, um, they're, they're calling it pro-family. They really believe that this is pro-family, and they want Utah to be uh, more outreaching uh, through our public schools when it comes to some of those issues. So I'm very pleased that she'll be joining us as uh, earlier we talked with Carol Spackman Moss, who is the minority whip on Utah's Capitol Hill. I, I wanted to revisit something. I-, I always like to catch up on our texts and also on our voice messages that have been left. When you take the time to respond, I really love to uh, to share that. And I want to play the, the voicemail first that came in. If we could share that right here, Gustavo. Here we go. I think the Ellen DeGeneres and George Bush thing is great. Well, I, don't, I don't see why they can't sit together and have that friendship. Um, I mean, that's people say you're a flip-flopper or a traitor if you don't agree with your political party. I just see it as you're compromising or you're working with both sides to get the greater good done. That's what's wrong with this country right now is you can't work with both sides without being called out on it. Yeah. Isn't that sad? It's sad that we are at that point. And I understand that various times in our histories that uh, tempers have flared and sometimes differences become fairly profound. But I've never quite seen it the way it is right now and is so general, uh, filtering down even to the populace now. There are some people that uh, they cannot have certain political discussions or it jeopardizes the family event that they're at. It jeopardizes a group of friends that are having dinner. It it jeopardizes the productivity in a particular meeting. And that is so unfortunate. We all have differing views on politics. We all have differing views, hopefully, on a lot of different things. That's healthy. That's what built this country. And our caller used a word that is so important, and it's principled compromise. This nation cannot long endure, cannot continue to progress without compromise. There are people that absolutely see compromise in any form, in any fashion, on any issue as a sellout, as an absolute. I mean, it's it's like you're you're breaking, you know, sacred vows and religious beliefs and everything combined somehow violating the very founders that founded this nation. Well, guess what? The people that founded this nation were amazing at compromising. 
Otherwise, we wouldn't exist today. And prioritizing, compromising and prioritizing. There were things that if we had tried to accomplish in the founding moments, those critical, critical moments, whether it's Declaration of Independence, whether it's Constitution, whether it's Bill of Rights, whatever it might be in those early, early years, there were those that wanted to push everything absolutely to the line, and this nation would not exist in a recognizable form today had those things been pushed. There were certain battles that could be won. There were battles that could not be won. There were battles that could be set aside. There were battles that would have absolutely sunk the nation. And had we not compromised on the wording in the Declaration of Independence, compromised on even the structure of the government and the law of the land, which is laid out in the United States Constitution, if we had not con- you know, compromised on the Bill of Rights, if we had not sometimes formed rather interesting, strange political bedfellows in order to promote some things. Look, look at the Federalist Papers. Look at those amazing arguments for the Constitution of the United States of America. And these were individuals that had not agreed on everything and certainly afterwards would not agree on everything. But they came together. Primarily, of course, we had Madison We had Alexander Hamilton, James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and John Jay. John Jay, by a long shot, wrote the minority of the Federalist Papers. But had we not come together in a spirit of compromise, and sometimes you just say, you know, that's a battle we'll fight another day. Today we come together and we fight for this one that we can agree on, we can compromise on. Compromise is not a dirty word. Compromise in the building of this nation has been a sacred word. And I think we need to kind of get over some of this kind of stuff. And for those who are wondering, okay, what what was the caller referring to? What are you talking about? I mentioned earlier that unfortunately there are those in our society today that if you are not lockstep in belief with them, you are a heretic. You are an outlier. You are not patriotic. You are not, you know, for the good of the country. Well, Ellen DeGeneres sat with President George W. Bush at a ball game, Cowboys versus Packers game on Saturday. And when people saw the images of them sitting together, laughing together, being friends, oh, my goodness, the hard line in this case, liberals, just went crazy. How could you? Well, listen to what uh, Ellen had to say and how she explained it. But during the game, they showed a shot of George and me laughing together. And uh, so people were upset. They thought, why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican president? Didn't even notice I'm holding the brand new iPhone 11. And... People were mad, and they did what people do when they're mad. They tweet, and uh, but here's one tweet that I loved. This uh, person says, Ellen and George Bush together makes me have faith in America again. And, um, exactly. Here's the 
thing. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think that we've forgotten that that's okay, that we're all different. For instance, I wish people wouldn't wear fur. I don't like it, but, but I'm friends with people who wear fur. But just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do. I mean be kind to everyone. Boy, no kidding. Be kind to everyone. And one of our texters said, wouldn't it be nice if we could see this picture of Ellen and President Bush and say, good for them. Boy, amen to that. All right, we're right at the bottom of the hour. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Senator Kathleen Reby, and we'll talk about some of the proposals that will be in the Utah State Legislative Session next time around regarding some sex education issues. Stay with us. There's much more to come on Inside Sources.